world. This is Kevin Brennan of Top 20 Training, soon to be joined by my partner, Tom Cody. We are your hosts of the Inside Ride, a Top 20 Training podcast. Very excited to have Jerry Griffin, superintendent of Malone Central Schools in northern New York. He is fantastic. He's going to discuss resilience. He's going to discuss simply treating people good. He's the classic leader that went from teacher to admin to superintendent so they can make more of an impact in a different way with kids, parents, faculty, staff, and community. Excited to welcome him. Thanks so much for being along for this week's ride. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Inside Ride, the once in a while, once every two weeks, sort of, maybe three weeks, sometimes one week podcast brought to you by Top 20 Training. It's me, Tom Cody, the old guy, and it's with my partner tonight, Kevin Brennan, the younger guy. Younger. Hey, younger. younger. Birthday tomorrow, hey, Tom. I'm getting older. Your birthday. Tomorrow, buddy. I, I sent you something in the mail. I hope the post office doesn't lose it. Last year, you gave me a Leo Leo Kaki record. Well, that's a <laughs> the bar is set. Be, <laughs> watch the mailman. I can't wait to see what record you bring me tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to buy you something. Hey, people, just a warning. Top 20 is headed to Key West in two weeks to celebrate our 20th anniversary. The owners are heading to Key West. Uh, if you're any listeners down there in Key West, look out. Incoming. Here we come. <laughs> Kevin, a little birthday present on Duval Street. Buckle up. All right, tonight's. Tonight's guest is a man of many talents. He's Jerry Griffin. He's the superintendent of a, by the way, get out your phones, people. You got to look up Malone, New York. You're not going to believe where you find it. Uh, if you hit a seven iron and then a four iron, you're in Canada from there. Uh, Jerry's <laughs> up in Malone. Uh, he'll tell us the story, how he got there, but he's doing miracle stuff, social, emotional. Jerry's a believer in kids. Uh, he always, Whenever I'm with Jerry and I've been up there a bunch, I always leave a little smarter than I was when I got there. We like to have guests on the show that are smart and they like kids. And the third reason we like Jerry is he's a West Wing nut like me and like Kevin a little bit. Yeah, you I've watched it twice. Yeah, that's your. Yeah, you know, Willow no. Willow made it perfectly clear that twice is not a, a no, West Wing. You're not a Wing nut yet. Not a, not a super fan yet. No. <laughs> Fellow Wing nut Jerry Griffin. Hey, Jerry, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Jerry, so nice to nice to finally meet you. My partners, Tom and Willow, have spent a lot of time in your district, which is a gift for Top 20 because when any of us go out and and get into schools wherever we are in the country, we get, we get to learn these great things that are happening. And as all educators, we steal them and share them with other folks. So, it's so, I'm so I've been so excited to just sit down with you and pick your brain a little bit here about the great stuff happening in Malone. So thanks so much for your time tonight. Also, just a heads up to Jerry is every time we write a referral to Houston or Sacramento or, or even a smaller area and they, for business, they always ask, well, can you give us a reference of somebody that's seen you two or three times? And we always say, well, how about 11? <laughs> and we said up with Jerry Griffin. So Jerry, how, tell, us, tell us how you got started. You were a teacher first or what's, what's your journey? How'd you get to superintendent? Yep, it's, a, it, it's been a fun journey. It's been a long journey. It's gone fast, but it's been a lot of fun along the way. Um, my wife and I are originally from Northern New York, the Malone area. Um, so she was, she was my first crush in seventh grade and uh, yes. uh, started dating though, not until we were in college. And uh, after college, she had got married, moved to North Carolina. 
And uh, I was a, uh, a math teacher in North Carolina before uh, going into administration. I was an intermediate principal, an elementary principal, and a high school principal. Um, we moved back to New York uh, 14 years ago, and I became the high school principal in Malone. And uh, that transitioned into being the superintendent. I'm now in my ninth year as the uh, superintendent uh, at Malone Central School District. And I guess this is my 27th year uh, in education. Time flies by. Wow. Two questions then. Number one, what was the first thing you missed when you moved from teacher to admin? What's the first thing you noticed that you just kind of missed? Oh, I missed those, uh, those few minutes before the class started and the end of class, just talking with students, those casual conversations. Um, I, I noticed that right off the bat. And, um, and I, I also, you know, there's a lot of freedom within a classroom that uh, I really enjoyed and, and, and I miss that. Sure. And do you, in your new role now, obviously you went principal up to superintendent. Do you still, do you still find yourself making some time to go walk the halls and talk to some kids when you can, or is, are you, is your plate just jammed? My office is in the basement of the high school. So I do get an opportunity to uh, throughout the day to be out and about amongst students. Uh, but there's a lot that I missed when I moved into administration as a principal, but I missed being a teacher. And as a superintendent, I find myself feeling the same way. I, I miss some of those days being a principal uh, because you can really impact the life of a kid right on that exact day mm-hmm. as a building principal. You've got a lot of power there. Uh, but, but I still do get out and about. Cool. I was standing in Jerry's office two years ago and a kid threw the F-bomb at another kid. And Jerry had a chance to act as principal for those little couple moments. And I, I saw Jerry switch back into principal mode from soup mode. How'd that and, go? Uh, I'm curious. Well, he, he, lovingly, he lovingly corrected the situation. Lovingly corrected it. I like with that. a plum. With a plum. With a plum. That's a, that's a, good, way to, that's a good way to put it. I wanted to put use one West Wing word. I thought a plum might be it for tonight. <laughs> Hey, I'll tell you, if you're up in Malone, you right away notice it's not just a school, but you're the hub. Franklin Academy, the high school, is really kind of the hub of the city. I mean, it it's a small town. What, how many thousand, Jerry? Probably 10,000 in the town. Yeah. And a lot revolves around the, uh, the, the K-5s and the middle school and the high school. But I know, and now during the pandemic, uh, Jerry, obviously you faced crappy year after crappy year everything the superintendent does is under fire uh how you doing how are you coming out of this i mean you've been under scrutiny by every person in malone for every decision you've made how you handling it it's uh it's mixed emotions that i answer that question tom and kevin it's in some cases it's been really good to see our community come together uh when all of this started and um March of 2020, I felt like uh, we were all in this together. Uh, our, our educational community, mm-hmm. the, the Malone community, the greater community of the state and the country. And, um, you know, through that summer of 2020, I started seeing some fractures develop. Uh, and yeah. that moved right into the 2021 school year. Everything from not having a normal graduation to 
our athletic schedule not being what people wanted to wanted it last year, uh, a different type of academic schedule. Um, and I won't go deep into this, but e even the, the politics of our country started seeping its way into our schools and, and it made it exhausting to the, yeah. uh, to the point of, I, I jokingly would say every decision I make, I've, I've got 50% of the people that are, hmm. are behind me and 50% of the people that are upset about it. And, uh, that might be an exaggeration because I, I may take things too personal, but, uh, you know, you asked how I'm doing and that's, that's kind of the way I've been feeling, uh, this year though, I'm celebrating because we got through our first quarter of the school year and, uh, we've, we've not shut down yet and we've mm -hmm. had a normal schedule in all five of our buildings. So that's I'm happy awesome. about that. That's awesome. How are you seeing, how are you, how are you, are you noticing anything different with the kids this year? Um, <laughs> I mean, how, how are they bouncing back? Are they, are they showing resilience or are they showing a little lag? What are you seeing? I'm, I'm seeing, I'm certainly seeing resilience. I've seen that for the last 18 months, both of our, our kids and our, uh, our staff uh, and, and parents for that matter. Um, but I, it's hard for me to describe, to describe how our, our students and our faculty and our community are right now, because I, I still think there's, they're hurting a little bit from, from things that they've missed out on. Um, and, uh, and just some things that they went through over, uh, over the shutdown and through the pandemic. Um, it, it's hard to put my finger on exactly what I'm trying to describe, but there's just something different uh, uh, this year and, uh, you know, Tom, I've heard you say it, and I've said it a number of times, too. Some of our kids, you know, they haven't had a normal school year in three years. Right. Uh, so, so our second graders have never really had a normal school year. Our, our ninth graders haven't had a normal school year since they were in the sixth grade. And uh, so, so we're seeing some of those, those challenges um, as we're trying to move forward into what we hope is a post-COVID world, it's mm -hmm. it's a little difficult at times. I think I think folks and sometimes parents, but people outside of education don't fully grasp those transition years, like you just mentioned, the second grader, or you, or you think about these these kids that are now sophomores, that the last time they were in school were as eighth graders. You know, I mean, in, depending on which which school, that's not an easy that's not smooth sailing for these kids even if they look great and they're kind of following some of the rules it's you're right it's hard to put your finger on what's a little off you know and and you're right everyone is hurt i mean the minute you said that i thought about my kids have been in person however my daughter's a senior you know she missed two years of theater you know they just, it just wasn't feasible they couldn't do it safely so they didn't do it and that's that hurts, but if people could pause and look at the realities, it's easier to swallow it a little bit. But it still kind of leaves you a little off kilter for sure. So a lot of people are feeling that. Um, sure. Yeah, you know, Jerry, how's your how's your staff? When I left them last month, they were okay. I mean, I'm sure they're even more tired, stressed out, freaked out. How are they doing? Our staff is probably uh, just like most staffs are in many school districts across the country. Uh, they're, they're pretty tired out for uh, this time of year, um, but I'm really proud of them. 
and uh, they're doing a lot of great things. They're doing their very best to move us forward academically uh, and uh, continue, continuing to provide a socially and emotionally safe place for our kids, while at the same time juggling COVID safety protocols. Uh, so every day I'm impressed with, uh, with our entire staff, from our, our administrators, teachers, counselors, to our custodial cleaners and our bus drivers. Um, we're, we're all still in this together and uh, trying to cheer each other on as much as we can. Sure. Well, so what, what's been, what's been beneficial from the social emotional world? What, what kind of tools and strategies have, have either helped you just handle the world professionally or some of your faculty staff or even the kids is anything kind of sticking out as a, as a helpful tool? Yeah. If I can, you know, just, you know, take, take it back in time a little bit, yeah. you know, pre, pre pandemic, you know, from my first, um, my, my first, my beginning of my relationship really with top 20 is a number of years ago now, uh, almost 10 years. And uh, it, it was at a time where there was some conflict in our district between, uh, I'll just use the term administration and I'll include myself mostly in that term. Uh, the relationship between the administration and our teachers union uh, wasn't wasn't the best, and I don't feel like I'm talking out of school here. I just, I just think there were some there were some issues there that um, uh, were difficult at times to work together. And uh, the teachers union and the school district came together, and we met with Willow Sweeney on a retreat in a, in the summer one year, and um, she really opened up the doors to communication with our two groups. And uh, I can celebrate today that we have a thriving relationship with our, with our faculty and staff. That's not to say we don't disagree on things. We, we disagree on things lots of times. You know, we had just recently, we had some disagreements with each other. But to answer your question, what got us through the pandemic is what's got us, gotten us through the last nine years is anytime something comes up, we, we name it and we identify it as an issue. And we, and we, we always try to check in with each other uh, personally, even if we're coming at the issue from two different sides. Sure. And we, we constantly, it sounds corny, but we all try to remind ourselves that and each other, that this is not personal. It may feel personal, but this is just an issue we're dealing with. Uh, and that's really what help, what's helped us get through this. Cool. Yeah, that you know, that's, that's really hard. This is an issue. Yeah. It's not you. <laughs> so this a year after Willow was there, she couldn't do their second admin retreat. So I fly out there. I don't know who any of these people are. And I go to Lake Placid, home of the 1980 Miracle on Ice, Kevin, in case you're a hockey guy. Oh, yeah. And before we even get started, I, I said to Jerry, I want to walk. And he says, I'll walk. And we walk around Lake Placid. And I'll never forget, I, I just saw some spark of something with these people I met. Brandon, the principal, I mean, you just meet these people and you immediately know this is all about kids. These people get it. I, I don't know where they, found, where they found Willow, where they found me, but uh, it clicked right away. So, Jerry, what caught your ear in the top 20? Was it line or frame or what you saw the early stuff? What stuck? I think uh, what, what, what stuck with us or with me in just continues to, to stick with me is, is the whole focus on the line. Uh, 
um, and, and our thinking and, and our the invitations that we sometimes take, uh, unfortunately, um, that 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 has probably uh, lasted the longest in terms of uh, the, the vocabulary that I use is just living above or below the line. Um, and I remember Willow saying, it's okay if you hear people joking around about these terms someday, because then you know it's seeped right into your culture. And uh, so at times we'll even joke about it. Like, ah, oh, you're, you're going below the line here. And um, you know, we can call each other out on it. And uh, you know, it's yeah. really stuck with me, even in my, in my personal life. I, <clears throat> You know, it's, and it's what happened, Tom, is it, it wasn't anything, I guess it really wasn't anything new uh, that I, that I didn't know before, but it was just a different way uh, for, for someone to explain it to me. Uh, anyone who knows me professionally knows that I, I speak often about my first, my first principle that I had when I was a teacher, uh, Margaret Garrison was her name. And Margaret had a saying that she would, would use at the end of all of her announcements at our school. And it was, it was just simple. It was just uh, remember to be good to each other. And uh, she said it every single day. And uh, it was just drilled into our head. It was just a simple rule that she had for our school is to be good to each other. And uh, it encompassed a lot of things that even that top 20 uses. And um, so when, when Willow spoke to me all those years later as a superintendent, I, I thought back to Margaret's word of words of being good to each other. And uh, like, you know, that might sound corny and all that, but um, it, it has helped me professionally and personally and helped our relationships uh, in the district. Yeah. And that, let's just say Margaret, those words would be of great use for Margaret for our country right now, because we're not being real good to each other in the United States right now. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool. By the way, we just got a text from a former uh, Malone resident, Willow Sweeney. Please say hi to Jerry. I can't come on the podcast right now, but tell him I wish him well and say hi to everybody. So, oh, well, thank you for that. Hello, back to Willow. He's out there. Um, yeah, you know, Jerry, I Jerry took me to dinner last month at a place where I thought he was going to kill me, Kevin. It was pitch dark. <laughs> at some lake i think we were maybe in canada by that point uh, we Did passed you have a to bunch kill of your geese. own meal well we passed about four thousand geese on the way on one lake and i just thought headlock I was... one and bring <laughs> <laughs> it but, but at dinner that night over a fine enchilada or two we talked about uh kind of the revolution that's coming I, I, jerry's already smelling the finish line in his career i don't know if it's 10 years from now or 400 or whatever but he's already thinking about how he can get involved post superintendent. Somehow there has to be a revolution in education. And we talked about that that evening. Uh, Jerry, what do you think? What, what are some things you'd like to do for education? You know, once you're not dealing with the everyday rigmarole, you know? Yeah. So someday I'd like to be in a position where I can continue to mentor uh, new, new school leaders, new district leaders, uh, tap into teacher leaders and help develop their leadership. Um, I go back to, uh, I, I'll just tell another story. I, I go back to the, the principal I had, Margaret, she took a chance on me as a teacher. 
uh, years ago, and she really pushed me into leadership roles at the school and into administration. And uh, I often think back to her and um, the impact that she had on my life uh, professionally and how that's impacted my life personally. So I get a lot of joy now being, you know, one of the older people now in our, in our region and in our field to, you know, to pay that forward. And I, I try to look for leadership opportunities for our, our teachers and, and our administrators. And so I hope, you know, in a post superintendent career someday down the road that I can continue to do that in some official or unofficial capacity. Cool. Well, well, they'd be lucky to be hanging with you. We had a board meeting day. We were talking about that exact issue is what are we doing to, to promote growth, to promote forward thinking, effective leadership, because I, I can't ever imagine a year where the leadership in a school has been more important than this year. I, I, I work with a lot of schools and some are not great. And usually neither is the administrator, to be real frank. And I work with a lot of schools that are still thriving during the pandemic. And a lot of it revolves around leadership. Uh, Kevin, you've seen the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the teachers right now are, you know, teaching was hard before this thing happened to the world. It was super hard. Um, And teachers all went into it with a great heart and and an understanding of the, the thank yous may come, they may not. You may see the growth, you may not, depending on the age. So it was complicated and complex before. And then you add this into it. Um, it's just, it's not only added more, but it's added a, an invisible stress. And if educators, as we've seen across the country, if they're trying to do that without without someone leading the way saying, this is where we're going, we're going to take some hits along the way, but this is where we're going, we're going together, we have a purpose, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a mess, you know? So I've been in schools that are an absolute mess because leadership isn't isn't showing them, hey, this is called hope. It's a plan. The plan will change, but this is where we're going and we're going together. So, so absolutely. What uh, is anything I truly, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tom. I just want to add the assistant superintendent in Minot, North Dakota said this to me five years ago. She said, every teacher deserves an administrator who's out front ahead of them. Yeah. They deserve that, 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 that should be part of the contract is I have a boss who's going to lead me down the path. I want to go. And if you don't get that, I don't think you're getting a very good deal as a teacher. So not only should administrators lead, teachers are depending on that, you know. So that's why I like hanging around with Jerry. I, I think the Malone people demand that of Jerry, deserve that from Jerry. And I think they're getting it from Jerry and his admin team, you know. That's so right. good for you, man. Jerry, anything happening with students in your district in regards to top 20? Uh, any retreats, any content being shared directly or indirectly with them? What's what's the buzz there? Yeah, well, COVID definitely took a hit to a lot of things. Yeah. And uh, uh, but but yeah, we definitely have uh, the top 20 curriculum uh, being implemented uh, in, in several different grade levels and departments, depending on the, the level of the school. Uh, a few years ago, we had a, uh, a student retreat. A willow came out and um, I believe she spent four days here in Malone. And uh, we brought group, 
Yeah, we brought groups of students together. She and I had T-shirts made up. I remember. Um, now that's what I remember. I saw a picture it, with you with a shirt on. Yeah, it was it was wild. That uh, so we were awesome. Uh, we we did that, and uh, those those kids now are those kids now are probably uh, the elementary kids are probably juniors and seniors, or maybe even just graduated. But we still have some that are in high school. Uh, so when we get to a, a point with, with COVID where we feel it's um, safe to do so, I'd like to do something like that again, uh, cool. because we 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 uh, we, got, we gained a lot by doing that, uh, a lot of momentum for several years uh, by by doing that retreat. Yeah, well, retreats give retreats are a little you know a little catalyst. The kids hear it from someone not their own teacher. Um, they have it kind of percolating in their head. And then when you have teachers doing even small things in the classroom after the fact, it's, it's huge. Even if they're just checking in on a kid's line or mentioning the mountain of learning and confusion, um, doesn't take a lot. And I think that's, that's something, uh, that's now more than ever that's on, on educators minds. Is, is this another big thing that I have to put on into my space of the classroom and it, and you can. But you can also mm-hmm. do it in very small ways to, and still be effective and keep the keep the content alive. That's great. Cool. We heard something in St. Louis. God, this is almost 20 years ago at a character ed conference, which is SEL 20 years ago. And somebody said, you know, teachers are going to say this is one more thing on my plate. And the speaker said, no, this is the plate. Yep. The, the social emotional is the plate. The spaghetti noodles are parabolas and photons and semicolons, you know. But uh, the plate is still the kid. Uh, Jerry, anything else? We like to just tell our guests what's on your mind. Anything else you want to tell uh, the 422,000 listeners we have? <laughs> we just made that number up. It yeah. might, be 11. might be 11. It's more than 11. <laughs> it's more, uh, than 11. more than 11. So, you know, the, the one thing that when we started working with Top 20 all those years ago, it was at the same time that we were trying to get a a strategic plan started, and um, I was I was pushed and challenged to come up with three umbrella goals for our district. Um, put it into six words: what I want for our district. And uh, those six words became uh, engaging classrooms, safe environments, uh, and informed decisions. And um, Underneath those things, we have uh, goals that we're attempting to build uh, th- that are measurable in, in nature, um, that, that we are continuing to focus back on those six words uh, nine years later. And, uh, you know, top 20 is a big, a big part of that, um, because when I say safe environments, of course, of course, we want physically safe environments, but I'm talking about a socially and emotionally safe learning and work environment uh, that's engaging for our kids, engaging for our teachers, and it allows them to feel confident to share their opinions and talk out loud about uh, the direction we're heading in so we can actually make an informed decision. Um, So the top 20 piece is blending in to a lot of things that we do in the district. Um, one, One thing that we did start doing a little bit more specifically uh, over the past two months is actually beginning to rewrite our mission, vision, and core values. Because I I think during the pandemic, we realized 
how much we rely on one another uh, and how much we rely on our community members and our board of education is just a, a super group of people uh, volunteering to serve on that uh, in, in that capacity. And uh, we're trying to take a peek into what a post-COVID world might look like for Malone Central, even, even though we might be dealing with COVID forever at this point. But uh, at some point, we need to start looking forward. So we just did a nice survey with our district on a program called Thought Exchange. Um, we had thousands and thousands of uh, people uh, ranking different comments that were uh, submitted by community members. Um, and we've, we've come up with four areas that we'll focus on with wow. a large group in December. And it's around engaging and challenging learning for all, um, professional excellence, becoming a learning focused organization, and then developing those community connections. Um, and it's interesting that some of the pieces that we're talking about, you, you know, the, the mountain of learning, confusion, mistakes happen, all these things we talk about, they, they seem to fall under those four areas. So I'm real happy to see that. Um, and at, at some point, at, at some point, we need to start thinking again about our academic goals and what are we preparing our students for uh, post high school when, when they leave us, while still maintaining a safe learning and work environment in terms of COVID protocols. Uh, but we could spend all day, every day talking COVID protocols, uh, and that I'm just trying to get our community to start talking about uh, something moving forward, mm-hmm. not trying to be, um, you know, ignorant of the right. situation we're in with COVID either. Sure. Uh, but but I I'd like us to take another step forward. Yeah. Yep. In and- many ways, we're stuck as an ed system. Uh, Jerry, I don't know if you noticed, Seattle called off school last Friday because they couldn't put together a staff. They just said, go home. We don't have subs. We don't have teachers. Everybody's exhausted. Take a day. We're going to try to get our act together over the weekend. But, you know, it, it just, it's not over. Uh, but again, I, I applaud the power of one. We always talk about this when we're presenting or doing podcasts. One person can really shift uh, a lot. And, and man, that's you in this town of 10,000. Your vision has made a difference, especially during this time. I, I, I just absolutely believe that from the bottom of my heart. So thanks for tonight. Kevin, anything you want to add? No, no, just thank you so much. I love I love the fact that you're out asking and, and receiving input and developing a plan, a roadmap based on that. It's, it's phenomenal. And I get excited because when you say the topic of mistakes and confusion and being aware of your line. Those are things we at top 20 consider tools to remove roadblocks so you can get where you need to get, you know? So I think, I think staying close to paying attention to what's going on in your inner lives is going to help make that journey right out of this COVID corridor into, into your next wonderful Malone steps uh, a little more smooth. So I, I applaud what you're doing as well. Thank you so much. I know it's a massive amount of work, and a massive amount of time, but uh, the kids are worth it. The community is worth it. And if no one's thanking you, which I'm sure they are, I, Top 20 is definitely thanking you. Well, thank thanks, you, Kevin. Thank you, Tom. Thanks your, yeah, thanks for your night, Jerry. We will see you soon, my friend.
Uh, people, we don't know when our next episode will be, but that's why you stay tuned on Twitter. That's why you stay tuned on Facebook. We'll see what happens next. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Did I say that right, Kev? Well, you, or you could just say wherever you get your podcast, because we're on about every single one of them. Say it in that FM voice you do so well, Kevin. If you could follow us wherever you get your podcast, that would be ideal and energetic. Thank you. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Later. Huge thanks to Jerry Griffin from Malone Central Schools. Excellent having you on. Folks, as always, if you need anything, www.top20training.com. The two zero is numerical. We got your back for all social emotional learning needs. We've got books. We got on-site trainings. We have, of course, podcasts. We have curricula. We have tons of stuff. Posters, buttons, stuff. Let us know. Let us know. And thanks so much for being along for this week's ride. <laughs>